Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Today's show is about guns and schools. Yeah, it's, it's a matter of being safer and feeling safer on the streets than in school. That's a student, Natasha Janowski. She goes to Ruth Asawa School of the Arts in San Francisco. And here's her teacher, Leah Trump. Right, because what I'm, I've heard you say is that you think about a school shooting at least once a day when you come to oh, school. Is more, that, yeah, more than I, that. I do too. But yeah, so. yeah, it's... It's on my mind and on all my peers' minds and my teachers' minds, too. Student voices from Parkland, Florida, are a bright spot in a dark story. Natasha and her classmates in San Francisco are trying to build on that and find support for stricter gun laws. They'll be joining a national school walkout next week. Today, we're going inside the school to hear from teachers and students who are adding their voices to the national debate over gun control. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Hi, am I heading towards the main office? For which school? Ruth Asawa, School of the Arts. Right at the platform, make a left. Thank you. Vanessa Rancano covers education for KQED. It was a big campus. I mean, part of it looked like a lot of other schools I've seen with portables and stuff. And then there was this big sort of sunken cement quad. There's a visitor's book right there if you'll just sign yeah. in. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, I'm officially a visitor. One of the first students I talked to was Lauren Thomas. She was working at the front desk in the office. L-A-U-R-Y-N. Is she in theater? She is. I don't know. The school is so good with letting us be creative and like being ourselves. On Wednesday and Thursday, March 7th and 8th, for the casting call for actors from all disciplines, no prior experience necessary. I'm in musical theater, so um, maybe we'll have an acting class today, and maybe followed by a singing class, or maybe we'll just do all day dance. Uh, it's just, it depends on, you know, what's on the board when we get there. She talked about plays as these inherently political pieces of art that are responding to specific political moments and specific social contexts. My teachers always told me that theater always reflects the time. Every play or musical that is written came from something during the time. Brent, for example, was during the AIDS outbreak in the 80s. And kids use things like theater, teens use things like theater to kind of get their message out in some way. If you can't really like, if you can't really get all your thoughts in one basket, write them down and into a creative way to basically reach your message out in like a bigger way. 
And so it seemed sort of natural, I think, as an outgrowth of that or coming from that context mm. um, to want to engage with this moment. So, yeah. Okay, this is Miss Watts' room. And we walked down to a classroom where student government was meeting and that meeting was being co-opted for a planning day for the March 14th walkout. It's like they're going to do um, a little bit of prep around prom and then, yeah, and then prep for March 14th. And there were, I don't know, maybe 20 students in there and they were sort of clustered in groups at different desks. So in the classroom where this planning session was taking place, um, the head of student government, Katie Dragone, she was checking in with different groups of students about how their particular task was going. Okay, did you write the template and what people should say in regard, like, what, what have you started writing that, drafting that, what, what, what exactly was going on? So, yeah, so some students were dealing with collecting contact information for legislators, for NRA folks, for gun retailers, etc. So in, in regards to that, also, you can reach out to companies who provide, like, financial um, benefits to NRA members as well. Other students were dealing just with nitty-gritty logistics of trying to get students from one place to another. How were the permission slips going to work? Who bore the legal responsibility? Who were going to be the chaperones? It's collaborative effort. There's no one leader. We are the leader. The students are the leader. We, we are all facilitating. I stepped outside with Lindsay Schlacks, who's a social studies teacher and the founder of the Teachers Take Action Facebook group, which she started here in the Bay Area with a couple of other teachers. And it took off pretty quickly. And we now have nearly 8,000 people in the Teachers Take Action Facebook group from across the country. So their stated purpose is to support their students uh, in these walkouts. So they're collecting curriculum from teachers that can be used for sort of teach-ins on the day of the walkouts. It sounds Um, like Lindsay Schlacks is like an organizer, like a community organizer for the school in a way. Yeah, she definitely has that vibe. We have a call script uh, for educators to use to call their legislators across the country to practice calling so that if on the 14th kids want to call, teachers will have already practiced it and know how to help model. I mean, in the Bay Area, we, I guess, are not surprised when we see people supporting um, more gun control or, I guess, more progressive issues, if you will. What Did they say anything about living in the Bay Area, being educators in the Bay Area, serving students in the Bay Area, and what their obligation was or how they felt about what's happening around the country? Yeah. The Bay Area is known for its activism, um, so they want to lead the way and do more. You know, they feel an obligation to to be louder, to be better. I think that the Bay Area often has the freedom to speak on things with fewer repercussions than other parts of the country might. And with that freedom comes a lot of responsibility. Like, we're not facing the same kinds of consequences as teachers here that people in Texas or... Did you, did you see students who were optimistic or did you see students who were angry? What was the mood like with the students? And what I saw was determination. Determination. They want to keep this going. A lot of what we talked about was the 14th, but they're talking about actions beyond the 14th. March 14th. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you. 
Students at Ruth Asawa School of the Arts are planning a day of action on March 14th. They'll have performances on campus, they'll register students to vote, and a group of students will stand together to form the number 17 to honor the 17 people killed in Parkland, Florida. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.